Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. On behalf of Disciple of City, I'm Todd Carlton, and this is the Toddcast. We hope you've been encouraged by this podcast, and peel, please feel free to reach out and let us know what you what you think. <laughs> Or if you have any questions, email us at information at disciplicity.ca. Your mic's muted, buddy. (laughs) And follow the podcast on Instagram at the Toddcast underscore DAC. On today's episode, we'd like to update you on exactly what is going on with Disciple of City right now, which is a little bit of tomfoolery in the studio. So I have some of the staff, both in studio and online today, to share with us about their role and what they are seeing here. In studio is Adam Shepsky, (laughs) and online, I have our team sending coordinator, Sarah Barr, and all the way from the 9MO BC, our good friend and brother, our West Coast coordinator. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not muted. Francisco Castro. Woo! <laughs> Amen. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey. Hey Todd. Usually a lot better with the intro there, but uh <laughs> You've got a you have a guest sitting very close to you. Yeah. Very in order close. to accommodate our online guests and friends. Yeah. <laughs> Most directors of businesses and companies and stuff poke their employees in the ribs yeah it's it it's fair because uh todd is our self-appointed hr rep well Mm. we've already sustained some violations (laughs) (laughs) this is off to a great start to update the many listeners of the todd cast with um what's happening Yes. So welcome. Thanks for listening in, friends. And yeah, so just want, really wanted to share with some of you, well, with all of you, those who are following and are familiar with the ministry and those of you who are not, uh, what our ministry does and what some of the people that are involved with it are doing right now. So um, I'd like to get to Sarah Barb but Adam, if uh, just real quick, you would just sort of cap what Disciple of City exists for. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, always a joy to be here with you. It's one of the richest experiences of my life to not only be on the Toddcast, but to know you, Todd Carlton. So, um, we, we love Disciple City. The whole, the whole mandate and mission of this team and organization actually just came out of this heart cry in ourselves where we wanted to see people coming to Jesus, experiencing the mercy and grace of God provided through the gospel of Jesus. And so years ago, you like Todd, you and I, and a handful of others, we started doing weekly outreaches, started equipping people, and we started seeing God move in our city. And through that, we planted and founded this ministry that's now called Disciple City and is growing and it's beautiful and full of incredible opportunities and challenges and and glory where where we're seeing so many people get born again and set free and so many cool Holy Spirit stories. But the mandate and vision of it The mandate is actually to change the culture of the church in Canada. We know that Christians want to share the gospel, but don't know how. And so they off, they just don't share the gospel. So the mandate is if we can create a team and an organization that acts as leaven to the body of Christ in our nation, we want to see the church of Canada actually become faithful in evangelism and discipleship to fulfill the great commission in our nation. So because of that mandate that we feel strongly from the Lord, we've developed resources and trainings and a staff team and a worship team 
um, all for the reason of actually creating on-ramps for believers in Canada, right across the nation, to actually step into obedience, to taste the fruit of it through evangelism training, discipleship training, worship culture, where they actually go, wow, God wants to use my life to reach people in my city or my town, my community, my workplace, my context, and um, see them encounter the living God. And so the vision of it is to equip disciples to go and make disciples. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, we should talk a little bit about some of the different initiatives and stuff like that, that goes on. Um, But uh, Sarah, if you'd like to share with us, Sarah is our sending coordinator, our team sending coordinator. Um, when different churches and organizations want to get involved. So Sarah, can you uh, just explain a little bit about what you do and uh, some of the feedback that you've gotten from uh, some of the churches? Because it's not just about sending a team there and that's it, but there's sort of an ongoing relationship that can be built. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm uh, the team sending coordinator for Disciplicity. And so if you are um, a small group, a church, um a Bible study, and you're looking to be trained and equipped on how to share the gospel, um, then you get to come uh, and hang out with me, either in person or on Zoom. And um, we just get to come up with and serve you the best way that we can and just get you and your team mobilized. So that's kind of, that's my my position with Disciplicity, one of them. Um, And yeah, feedback is um, amazing. Our heart is just to see the Canadian church equipped and mobilized. And, uh, and that's, and we're really finding that that's happening, especially when there's a sense of community and family and safety. And so, um, yeah, we get to follow up with churches and small groups. Uh, we get to, um, yeah, just like care for, and, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And so for feedback, yeah, just, People are really um, impacted when they feel seen and cared for and um, just championed. So that's a that's a really fun part of my job is that uh, I get to connect with people all over Canada, coast to coast. Um, yeah, it's just such a privilege to to send teams and care for leaders all across Canada. Awesome. And uh, Sarah, we uh, also have a video series as a resource available, part of our Every Disciple Sent program. Um, so uh, how many how many people have signed up and are actively using that right now? Yeah. So Every Disciple Sent um, is a, well, Adam, will you just quickly explain what Every Disciple Sent is? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so Every Disciple Sent is a event school video series and coaching structure that actually equips churches, teams, organizations right across the nation in how to like simple tools on how to share the gospel and then disciple people who come to faith so that they know how to go share the gospel with the people they know. And so that's the heart of it. Um, It includes a nine episode video series that walks a church, small group, youth group, whoever through how to like share the gospel, simple tools all the way through to like actually how to plant their own discipleship group or house church to mobilize people. So Sarah plays a very vital role in the actual, like the operations of that in connecting with churches and teams in Canada. Yeah. So um, I just, I wanted to just jump back there so that people understood 
what the video series and every disciple sent uh, was kind of about because it's disciplicity and there's a um, a couple other ministries that have jumped in together to produce the video series um, like E3 um, Canada. So the video series, as Adam said, is a nine part video series. Um, and as of today, we have 557 users of the video series. So that's, I think we launched it in the spring of 2022. So that's just over a year. Um, we've, we've reached 557 users. So that's pretty amazing. And then, um, with the video series comes the um, ability to, if you sign up to launch a group and launch, launch a team, uh, we have ministry coaches that will come alongside you and your team as you walk through the video series. So as of today, we have uh, helped launch or in some measure, um, 54 teams across Canada. So uh, some of those teams have been able to just you know, take, take the video series and run and haven't needed a lot of, um, you know, encouragement input. They're just like, they're hungry. They've got it and off they've gone. And some people, uh, we get to just walk hand in hand and just encourage, um, you know, answer questions, that kind of thing, um, with, with all the team leaders. So it's been, it's been an amazing, uh, year and a little bit doing that. Yeah. And friends, uh, friends that are listening in other countries, you can access this video through our website, mm-hmm. discipleacity.ca. Yep. Or you can go to everydisciplesent.ca. .ca. And access this video series. It's free. Free. Free as. As. A? Similar to Curtis's book, Free As. Really, really free as. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, for you friends listening around the world, uh, you can you can check that out. That's yeah. available for you as well. Yeah, it's actually special. There's been um, a handful of international ministries apart from Canada that have run it and seen some really beautiful fruit because of it. So check it out. Yeah. Um, Sarah, thanks. Did you have something else to add? Because I know you have to get going. Um. Hmm. I know I'm just pumped today because the a team actually just launched the video series today in Campbellford. So I've been able to connect with them this morning and just pray for them and uh, hear some feedback. And they're already like they're only one episode in and they're already like, where else can we take this video series and launch launch another team? So I just like it's the, the video series is um, amazing. Francisco, Todd, and Adam all uh, teach and preach on the video series. Um, so I would just, and like the guy said, it was a, a free resource. And uh, so coaching is also free. And yeah, just um, hope you'll go and check it out. It's a, an amazing resource. Yeah. So not only is it a resource that you can just access, but you can also have you can also be connected with a coach, with an individual that'll help navigate you through it or answer any questions that you have as you're going through it all. Yeah. And if I may, Oh, oh yeah. I was just going to wait, wait a minute. Okay. You, you may. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, director Todd. Um, I just wanted to, uh, just esteem Sarah and just what she does. Cause we, we wanted to create a, a ministering team cause we, we found that People want to be missionally obedient to Jesus and go make disciples, but we found that family and, and true partnership and connection was a was a core value that actually helps make that sustainable. And so Sarah's role being the team sending coordinator and the coaching coordinator for this whole Every Disciple Sent project has actually played a significant role in launching more teams because people don't just want to like 
go do the stuff and then like peace out see you later disciples like they've we've seen more sustainable things happen just because there's someone that they can ask questions with or connect with. And Sarah's hosted encouragement calls and prophetic calls and all these different things just to encourage the heart of people. So it's just, we just love you, Sarah and everything you carry and bring and and not just for our team, but people and leaders across the nation. You're, you're a gift. Yeah. You're special as, as God feel, feel exact same way about you guys. Also need to plug our new Facebook group. With connected with the video series. That's right. As yeah. an aside, is that we're launching um, weekly Zoom meetings uh, to interview um, our friends that have been on the video series. And it's just uh, so the Facebook group is for viewers of the video series. And the Facebook group is private and it's called Every Disciple Sent Leaders Hub. And so this week is our, our launch. Uh, Adam is going to be on our Zoom call and he's going to answer some questions around the video series. And, uh, and yeah, he's just going to, and, and Todd's going to be on it eventually. And so is Francisco. Just so you know, there you go. Heads up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we just want to, um, pull people in closer. Um, so like I said, 500 over like almost 560 uh, viewers. So we just want to give people the ability to come in a little closer, ask some questions, get to know the team more, get their questions answered. So also go to the Facebook group and check us out there too. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Sarah. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was good to see you today. Good to see you, Sarah. See you, my friend. See you guys. Awesome. As today's a good day, I saw Sarah twice. We were in a meeting this morning with. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, with Adam. Yeah, come on, Adam's dude, bro. Adam who? <clears throat> Adam from Kingston. Yeah, Volkovich. Is that how you say it? Volkovich. Volkovich. Sorry, Adam. Sorry, Adam. He's a dude, bro. Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go get him next time you come here. We'll go get him. Kingston's only two hours away. We'll go down there. We'll get them. We'll bring them. Yep. Yeah. Drink, drink coffee. Him. We'll drink coffee. Get him, Lord. Which, which <laughs> speaking of, what what's missing from this table, Francisco? Uh, coffee, yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I um, for all the Toddcast viewers, audience, I did the unspeakable, unspeakable sin today again, oh third time. I forgot. Or actually, didn't forget today. Due to my lateness, I did not bring Todd a coffee. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Is that a tradition? Apparently. Third time on the show. Nothing. Nothing. Director. Not very Christian oh. of him, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck here in the studio, way out in the middle of nowhere, you know, editing and doing all this. And I don't ask for much. No, you don't. It's time to get your own espresso machine or something, bro. Uh, yeah, maybe a Tasmo or an espresso or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll just right beside you, How within about, arm's length, all times, at all times. <laughs> all right. Well, moving along to more serious, yeah, issues. Francisco, our West Coast coordinator, a lot of stuff you've been doing out in Nanaimo, and you're recently back from a ministry trip to Serbia and the Czech Republic. Tell us uh, what's been going on in the last six months in Nanaimo. What what have you been doing with your people and, and what are you seeing out there, bro? Yeah, it's been um, it's been amazing and encouraging to see what God's been doing and building um, here on the island. Um, 
we we lead a house church network called House Fires, and man, I've just been seeing like so much fruit, and just like been seeing people mature, growing in their faith. Like we're seeing an increase in the presence of God in our gatherings. We're seeing people catch vision for outreach. Um, just I went out on Monday. I haven't been out to outreach, so I I started the outreach on Monday, and then uh, now someone else leads it. Uh, Garrett leads it. He's an amazing man of God and just faithful, does like so many things. And so he's now leading it. And um, so I went out because I hadn't been there in a while. And uh, YWAM DTS is now, the students are all joining as well. So there was like at least, I don't know, 12 to 15 of us. And it was just so special to see what God's been doing. And people are just catching vision for outreach, man. Like even people that would say like, I'm not an evangelist are starting to like, evangelize which is the whole point and what we've been trying to teach people from the beginning it just takes people some time sometimes you know to get it but so it's just been like wild a lot of these different things and i take no credit but i in a lot of these things that i helped start or or plant there's other there's there's like other leaders now leading these things and i'm like basically not needed so maybe i'll move to ontario Come on. <laughs> no, but uh, but it's just been so beautiful. And then also, you know, we're really praying and like moving towards unity with other churches and because uh, we don't want to be a silo unto ourselves. And so we've we've been able to do EDSs and different things with different churches on the island. And so I'm really like hoping to expand that kind of thing. And and uh, Lord's even opening doors over to the mainland over in Vancouver and stuff and so yeah, it's just been it's just been wild, man, to see what God's been doing and growing. And he's really he's actually growing a hub here. Uh Lord's given me a vision for like an apostolic hub. And so that's what he's doing. He's building this thing brick by brick, one step at a time. And so yeah, it's just been really encouraging to see God move. We're like I we're we're seeing a move of God. I really believe it. Which is really good, and and it's uh, awesome of what you said about how there were things that you you started or were involved with starting it, and then somebody else is is now leading that because the whole thing is not about any individual or us as a ministry getting bigger, right? But empowering others yeah. to just lead and just you know acts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. what about? Do you have a question for Francisco, or I want to hear about? No, no. Keep going. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So. Really excited to hear about Serbia and our lovely friend Kiki. Start with that of what uh, yeah. happened in Serbia. Yeah, so we went in 2018, 2019, and then uh, COVID kind of uh, stopped that momentum. And I think Kiki had really been looking forward to having us come for a few years. And so finally, it was able to happen. And uh, I was able to t- take a team of what I call generals, Um. And it was just kind of cool how God would send these generals to people like Kiki to encourage him. So, yeah, we just got back from Serbia and Czech Republic. We got to just pour into Kiki, his family, his wife, his, his local church. We did a lot of outreach, a lot of evangelism, drank a lot of coffee. Does he have a new, um, does he have a new coffee machine in his house? He, because we I think broke so. the last I remember, one. Do you remember we broke remember. it? Did we? <laughs> yeah. Kiki, Kiki had this massive cafe style, amazing coffee machine in his house and yeah. was nice enough to open his home to our whole team. We all crashed there all over the place and then we broke yeah. his machine. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
He's got like a smaller one. It was it was a good one. And yeah, good coffee. And he's got a new he's got a new place too that he's living in. So I think I saw three of his homes now. Yeah. But uh yeah, he's got a great space there and he's got his kids are getting so big. I bet. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know what else. Um yeah, I was, it was like honestly like a, just a time of connecting, building relationship and like a whole bunch of evangelism. We saw a lot of cool stuff on the streets. We saw salvations and healings and words of knowledge and mm-hmm. there was um there was an outreach happening in both countries at the same time we were there. So we got to join in with that and and just like we were just there as like a we just got to like pour into the young people. These events were mostly for young people and so it was really mm-hmm. cool to just like come alongside these ministries that were putting on these events and just like pour into the young people that are catching fire and that are, are going to be bringing in this move of God, uh, the younger generation, like millennials. So it was cool to just like, I got to take out a few of them during outreach, just with me to kind of just activate or show them how I do evangelism. And it was, I would say it was pretty fruitful. And um, I think it was impactful for the, for those young people that, we got to spend more time with each of the team and including Kiki and Jody and like the people that, that were the locals that we came our connections. It was, it was just really sweet to like, just love on, serve, encourage, pour into prophesy into these locals because obviously it's not about us and it's not about us bringing revival or anything. It's the locals are the ones that are going to, do the stuff and and see the fruit and see amazing things in their country so we just got to like come alongside people and and just support what they're already doing so you kind of alluded to both there but uh you you were in serbia for a week a full week serbia was about eight or nine days yeah and then you guys flew to czech yep okay yep we went to czech republic uh to see jody who's actually canadian from ontario um, and yeah, just, it was awesome to just like, again, there was a, there was a outreach event, uh, called Jesus event put on by a, a local ministry in partnership with, uh, Jody's church. And they had like a multiple outreaches leading up to the big stage outreach. And so we just blasted that plaza with evangelism, with prayer walking, uh, and promoting the event. And I got to share my testimony about a, a million times with, um, Ukrainians with uh, gypsies with Czech young people old people yeah it was it was it was so cool just being there and like and it's you know the gospel works wherever you are it doesn't matter what country or what language uh, and words of knowledge and healing right it's the same Holy Spirit yeah. and so though there might be a language barrier obviously it helps to have uh, interpreters which we did at times and sometimes you don't but God still moves and people encounter God when you step out and it, it doesn't like, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't change anything. Um, you could learn about the culture and all those things. I think that's good. And you can like become all things to all people. But at, this, at the end of the day, the same gospel that we're preaching here in Nanaimo, the same Holy spirit that I walk with this, the same style of evangelism. It was all, I was seeing the same fruit over there. Yeah. Come so on. that was just like really encouraging. Cause it's like, it's just Jesus. Yeah. And dude, what I'd just love to ask, because I know this, Todd knows this, but for anyone else who doesn't yet, what's your heart? Like when you, when you think, start thinking about evangelism and 
just like, just what's your heart? Where, do, where does it come alive and, and start to burn? My, my heart comes alive when I equip another person to obey Jesus, even more than evangelism. I love evangelism yeah. and I've been doing it for 12 years, but when I see someone else obey Jesus, when I see someone else see a healing for the first time, when I see someone else preach the gospel for the first yeah. time, when I see somebody else baptize someone for the first Come time, yeah. that's where my heart comes alive. And it's, it's, it's been wild. Cause like, um, just being, being with disciple of city, it's something that you guys carry and foster well. <laughs> and, um, don't do that. And then, uh, so I've, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's just been like biosmosis that just comes into me and not that I like, I don't know some, you know, some people you talk to and they're like, get it, get, give it back to them. Lord. Some people, um, I'm trying to talk guys, have respect <laughs> behind the, uh, the, so the if you can't see what we're doing. We're just praying for each other. Yeah. Um, um, some people are like uh, seed sowers and all they care about is like preaching the gospel, which is amazing. And I think we all start there, but then sometimes you grow into now, like wanting to see other people yeah. do that. Yeah. Or yeah. you're, you, you now become a disciple maker, disciple maker, disciple making that make disciples and make disciples or a yeah. church planter. And so it's just been cool to like see what God's done in my life where I'm like, I just, I want to work myself out of a job. I love the verse with Paul, the apostle. He says, he's like, the Lord didn't call me to baptize anyone. He called me to preach the gospel. And then he's like, okay, maybe I baptize a couple of you, but yeah, I just, from that, I just hear like, he was just empowering other people to baptize. So when I like see, for example, a mature believer who's been a Christian for 40 years, they, and I, and they've never baptized anyone. Yeah. Part of me is grieved, but part of me is like, all right, you're baptizing the next person. Totally. And so it's just, it's, it's, uh, that's where my heart comes alive is just to see, like, basically I don't want to be needed yeah. if I could say that, not that you know, I'm anything, but, um, and so then, you know, I, and that's what we're seeing here. That's the, that's what I was saying is like, at least here in, in my hometown where I labor, it's like, we're seeing that people are rising up and I don't, when I was gone to central Europe, I missed three Tuesday discipleship groups that I lead. And man, they don't even need me. They were all leading it themselves and like doing treasure hunts and like talking about the fear of the Lord. And like, you know, these young, young women, like in their twenties are talking about the fear of the Lord and getting serious about the relationship and like walking in purity. And I'm like, man, this is wild. So good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good, man. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the heart. Cause if we can empower hundreds, if not thousands of people in Canada to do exactly what Francisco's doing, then we'll have a change nation because we always, we always and, yeah. Always, and I want to say too, like that's actually God is doing this. Yeah. It's God's yeah. heart. It's, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not trying to sound harsh. It's, but it's not about one man shows. Yeah. It's about family. It's about team. Yeah. It's about body ministry. Yes. There's still obviously leadership and all that. Yeah. Like that, that's a hundred percent biblical, but like the days where just one man does everything is kind of, fading away and and we need to be empowering yep. the body of Christ. Come if on. you're a leader listening to this, not in a condemning way, but you, I pray that you would catch God's heart so that others that you are over would be empowered to do the stuff. And that way you're not doing everything and burning out. And you actually increase when you empower yeah, other people, right? you as a leader increase. Mm. Come on. So it's That's good. 
hundred percent. That's a father. Yeah. I think it was at Paul. He said, you have 10,000 teachers, but not enough fathers. Yeah. Fathers are just want to champion their sons and daughters and want yeah. to see them go further than they'll ever go. Ever go. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So uh, when Francisco was in the check, he was with uh, Jody and Rachel Rector. They were on the show, episode 17 of season two. If you want to check that out, they have a coffee shop. Did you spend some time in their coffee shop? I would have been there every day, every second, if I could have. But, but yes, I was there a little bit, right? But they they have a coffee shop that's their gig, and they can share the gospel in there, and they have lots of opportunities in there. Because as we're talking today, for all of you listening, it's 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 not just about going out and doing outreach, but it's just like living this lifestyle of yeah. seeing these opportunities to share this the gospel everywhere you go, in in your everyday. Uh, Kiki, I don't have on the show, so I'm gonna have to get a hold of him and have him on the show and and uh, get a first. Similar similar vision of a coffee shop and stuff. Yeah. And to just hear firsthand from him, from somebody who's living there in Serbia, what that's like and what that looks like. And that's in the episode. You can hear more uh, if you want to know more about what's going on in the check by listening to that episode 17. Right. Yeah. So good. And what's neat about you going over there, Francisco is similar to the vision here is maybe say it this way. There's not enough church buildings to reach the nation, but I do believe there's enough disciples Right. So if we can raise up disciples here in Canada, but also Serbia, Czech Republic, like the most atheistic nation in the world is the Czech. And if there is every disciple was sharing the gospel there. Yeah. We might have a 97% Christian population instead of an atheistic population. And my experience was uh, not, it didn't match that it's the most atheistic country. So people soft. are so hungry, so open, especially yeah. the young people yeah. to encounter God, not religion, but the real thing. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's so good. So, uh, Francisco, we, we will be together. We're doing an event in Kelowna in November. Hallelujah. Uh, so we'll be together then. What's, uh, you're just freshly back. So take a little break, but what's coming up for you in the next little bit back home? Um, we're actually doing a. Uh, we're actually going to our uh, the house fires ministry in partnership with YWAM is putting on a marriage retreat. So my wife and I are going to that. Not putting it on. Not leading. Awesome. Going to receive. So hallelujah. So that'll be sweet. Um, Christy and I, um, I. I probably will take a bit of time off. Nothing crazy, but um, we kind of are thinking about like going somewhere, somewhere to get poured into. So just to get kind of refreshed and stuff and um, cause I'm, I don't know, I'm believing next year is going to be pretty wild. So <laughs> both good and bad. Um, so yeah, just, I don't know, just kind of partly, I feel like it, even though I'm going to rest, there's, I feel like the Lord's been saying it's time to push forward. It's time to like push back the gates of hell. Uh, we've been holding the line, but it's time to push back. So I'm not sure what exactly what that's going to look like. So we've been ramping up prayer here. So at my, I live downstairs at my in-laws and we pray here Monday to Friday now, uh, 1030 to 12. So it went from one day to five days and it's just like, it's wild. <laughs> and like I said, part of what we're seeing is an increase of the presence of God. So 
we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, yeah, Kelowna's coming up. Uh, there's p- some potentials for international next year, but whatever the Lord wants, because I also have uh, quite the vision for locally, so I'm not sure how it all fits. I have, I was on the phone yesterday with Nikki from Burn 24-7. She's on the mainland, and there's, like, amazing opportunity. Adam's going to be talking to her soon, and there's some amazing opportunity uh, on the mainland that I want to jump on, you know, so pray that God would just lead us and, you know, we don't, we, we don't burn out and, but we just go through every door that God opens. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah, I reckon things are gonna, things are gonna, things are gonna explode and, um, they're gonna grow Yeah, and it's gonna require wisdom and, and, uh, the right people and all that. Let's go. Awesome. Bro, do you still have time? Do you want to hang out with us or do you have to get going? The only thing I have next is a meeting with uh, my boss. Which, oh, well, he'll be late. <laughs> 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 he, he, he might be late for that a little bit. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll do my best. This is it. like a, you know, this is like a doctor's office or a dental office where something happens in the morning that just puts them the like, whole thing off all day. Hundred percent. Start tomorrow fresh. Yeah. Start tomorrow fresh. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Well, then hang out with us, Francisco. Um, yeah. Friends, Francisco, if you want to hear his testimony, his story, it's episode 15 of season one. And uh, Sarah Barr, who had to leave her, you can hear her testimony and story is episode six of season one. And since you didn't bring me a coffee again, I'm not even saying when your episode was. I know when mine is. Or the second one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Adam. Todd. What, what else? What else do you got? What else is going on? What else is cooking with Disciple of City? Everything except uh, the Disciple of City music, and I only say that because... You just had Jess on. I just had Jessica on, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked everything Dacom. Lovely. Yeah. With Dacom. Yeah. Yeah, so right now, this is this is kind of where my heart and where I, where I believe the Holy Spirit is leading us is um, over the last number of months... Um, well, maybe I'll say, I'll say over the last year, everything with our team has just grown, right? Like in terms of what we're doing, what we feel like the Lord has asked of us to grow into, um, our, our impact and influence across the nation has grown, which is beautiful and also has provided some great opportunities or challenges. Um, and some of those challenges are we we're actually working and meeting with different denominational leaders who who right now in Canada, they're seeing their denominations actually in decline. So um, both church attendance and church planting in Canada is declining. And so across the map, you've got leaders who are like, what do we do? How do we serve the, the church of Jesus, the kingdom of God in this generation? And um, so, you know, all three of us on this podcast and then Sarah and the rest of the team, we were starting to be asked and the the doorbell or the phone is ringing to go like, can you help? Um, just because in terms of what we've been seeing in the equipping of the saints to go share the gospel and then disciple new believers, we are just seeing it work. And largely just because it's, it's just through obedience to the word of God itself. So in all of this, we're, we're, where I'm sensing the Holy spirit leading us and what I'm aware of and painfully aware of is that in Canada, the Christian population right now today is still shrinking 
So there's, and that, that it ought not be that way in our nation. We should be growing, growing, and just seeing the multiplication of people getting born again happening everywhere, that it would be normal no matter urban or rural places, that the, the seed of the gospel is so contagious it should just take. And um, and it, it happens through just, just people being obedient. So with the current decline um, of church planning and church attendance in Canada, I actually believe that there's a generation not yet born who we are actually serving right now in the equipping of people coming to Jesus, that there's people um, who aren't even born yet that need to see an increasing gospel witness. Um, so, um, you know, if you read Psalm 102, verse 18, it says like, this will be written for a generation, not yet born, a gen- generation yet to come that they might praise the Lord. So I actually believe what we're doing right now is we're starting to work with denominational leaders, different movements, organizations to actually go, we need to make a, a combined unified push in the nation to equip literally every disciple to go and share their faith. Because if we fail or or stop doing that or don't actually address that single need of like transformation comes through obedience and obediently sharing the gospel of Jesus, we will see a, the potential, the least amount of gospel witness in our nation ever. And so I say all that to say what I feel like we are believing and praying for is in, in all the strategic partnerships and things like Every Disciple Sent and Francisco and Sarah and the rest of the team, even Disciple City Music, um, the Toddcast is where like, we want to see a model continually happen. And, you know, through beautiful things like come together, right? And then the Timothy Conference, different things that we've been a part of for the single reason of like, if we can see more people sharing the gospel and work with more leaders to help do that, um, we'll see literally thousands of people coming to faith in our nation. Um, I'm going to just say prophetically like every day. So strategically what that looks like is we are looking at designing a couple um, potential like school-like experiences, um, events, networks in order to continue to support leaders across the nation in how to step into that. And um, so there's lots to come. But what I believe we're doing right now is serving people who literally aren't yet born yet. So like someone born tomorrow and in 30 years from now, when they get saved or hear the gospel, maybe for the first time, it might be tied to this moment where we're just dreaming like, God, can we equip that church in the middle of nowhere, Alberta, to be able to be faithful to share the gospel and somehow that seed and that um, multiplication effect of the kingdom of God through the lives of ordinary and obedient believers would find someone in the most unreached place in Canada or the most rural place or yeah. So that's the, the goal and vision. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We're excited. Hey, Francisco, we're excited. Amen. Yeah. And, um, and in that we've partnered with several ministries like Sarah talked about, uh, Jeremy Dorton, E3. Canada and a whole whole slew of those guys yep. partnered with us for uh, every disciple sent. Um, yeah, we partnered with Terrell, yep. with uh, Gospel Fire for All Nations. Yep, come um, together. Yep, come together. Um, Bill Prankard, Jacob Walda, Jacob Walda, BPEA. That's right. Um, My King Ministries, um, lots of local churches. Yep, um, heaps of those, um, which has just been beautiful, beautiful to provide a resource and team that serves a leader or a team or an individual so that they fulfilled their mandate. Yeah. Excellent. 
Excellent. Well, guys, um, yep. final thoughts, Francisco? Um, just follow Jesus, obey him. Um, someone's, um, someone's breakthrough, someone's miracle, or someone's eternal destination is on the other side of our obedience. And so it matters that we obey Jesus and we lay down our comforts and being inconvenienced and we just obey Jesus for the sake of someone else. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Amen. Yeah. I have a final thought. Do you Adam? I do. Go ahead with that. It's just been something that I, I just want to release to to the listeners of the podcast. Cause um, we've just been seeing God move here in Peterborough specifically. Like we've just seen it, an increase in healing miracles, which have just been tremendous. Like um, we just did a, a large worship um, event here in Peterborough and every one of them, we've seen beautiful, beautiful transformations in, with people, everything from like a woman who had 10 years of migraine and, and back pain instantly healed um, wow. to, and then taking those testimonies and, and releasing them in a way that actually are, we're seeing more and more people get healed to the point where, um, the last big worship event we did, I felt like the Holy Spirit came in like a wave, a warm wave of heat to actually just minister healing in the room. It was like I became aware what the Father wanted to do, and He wanted to heal. And um, what I, why I'm sharing this is I, I believe that like we, we need to become so aware, and, and Francisco teaches this and, and practices this so well that um, we actually become so accustomed to going to the secret place and just going after God and the presence of God in our own secret prayer um, closets. Cause in so doing, he actually wants to manifest his power on the earth. Like he has a, he has an agenda for people's lives and it's to transform them into the image of Jesus. And part of that is healing. And so um, I just want to share like those, that as a quick testimony to say like, God actually wants to, give a manifestation and um, the demonstration of his goodness through healing. And then, um, so please reach out to us at any time because we want to be available to pray for anyone who's listening to this um, because he's a, he's a healer and he wants to heal bodies and souls and spirits um, so that you are conformed to the image of Jesus. So absolutely it's been glorious, eh? As so wild. So yeah. Um, yes, please reach out. Uh, Francisco, people can follow you. There's something for your house fires too, that people can follow. Yeah. To see what's going on. If you're out in uh, the BC area, yeah. well, if you're yeah. on the Island, but Francisco can likely hook you up if you're on the mainland too, with some people that he knows, how can people uh, follow what you're doing out there, friend? Uh, Instagram, Francisco Castro underscore D A C or Facebook. Um, there's also Nanaimo house fires on Instagram. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, like Adam said, if you, uh, have questions, reach out information at disciplicity.ca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can reach out. Yep. You can follow disciple city on Facebook. Yep. And Instagram and Instagram. You can follow the Toddcast on Instagram. Yeah. Toddcast underscore DAC. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, well, thanks a lot, guys. Um, friends, just wanted to bring these guys in to update you on what's going on with Disciple of City. There's lots more to come, too. There's some things that are we're processing now that we can't 
really yeah. s- oh, they're going to have to wait. They're going to have to wait just because there are some things that are developing yep. and stuff. But uh, thanks for listening today, everyone. Thanks, Francisco. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Adam. Thank you, Todd, for coming in. It's great to sit beside you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's great to sit beside you. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to take this opportunity to uh, thank all the people that we partner with. So Jeremy Dorton and E3, yeah. my king, like you said, um, Bill Prankard and Jacob Walda. Yeah. And everyone who supports this ministry. So many people so into it. Yes. Yeah. Thank yes. you to everyone who supports this ministry, the individuals in this ministry, the ministry as a whole. Um, right across Canada. Bill, we're, we're helping Bill. Bill's up in Nunavut. Francisco is in BC. Um, we're going to Moncton, Halifax at the end of the month. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Hello to all our friends listening in the U.S., Saskatoon. Everywhere. The Philippines. All over. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cover the city. Cover the city. That's that's the goal. Cover the city with the love of Jesus. Come Amen. On. Right? Amen. Cover the city. <laughs> well, the nation. The nation. The nation. See you next time, my friends.